Welcome to Being a Successful Leader with Carl Welty. Carl is a leadership pioneer with years of challenging leadership and consulting experience. Here's Carl with some valuable insights, practical and proven methods for being a successful leader. Greetings all, Carl Welty here, your host of the uh, podcast uh, series, uh, Being a Successful Leader. Uh, this is our 43rd episode, uh, each one uh, lasting about 15 minutes to a half hour. And the uh, intent here is to provide you with some successful and uh, valuable insights and uh, practical and proven know-how in uh, being a successful leader. The series revolves around what I ha- call three leadership imperatives. The first is uh, leadership begins with you, and uh, you need to be a self-aware and skillful leader. The second, then, is that you uh, develop a sound strategy for your organization, be that an organization as a whole or a particular organizational unity uh, unit, like a uh, division or region, that sort of thing. Uh, and the last thing is you need people to rally around your sound strategy to be invigorated, uh, to uh, move it forward. You need a culture of commitment, not compliance, but a culture of commitment. So those are the three imperatives, uh, being a self-aware and skillful leader, having a sound strategy. And the third one then is, is uh, building a culture of commitment. So each episode, uh, uh, focuses on one or uh, several of those, uh, two or three of those uh, imperatives. Now, the resources you have in addition to the uh, audio here is that uh, I have three books, one for each of the three imperatives I just mentioned. And you can uh, see those on my website, wealthy.com. Scroll over to uh, Leadership Resources, click on Books, and there you'll see the three books and how to order them from Barnes & Noble, uh, uh, Amazon, or the publisher, Ewing's uh, Publishing. And then also a resource you have is the um, past episodes, the uh, other uh, 42 episodes, and I add to it each week. And you can access those through webtalkradio.net, webtalkradio.net, which is the provider of this uh, service we're using, the podcast service. And what you do there is you then go over to channels, click on channels, go down to the section on uh leadership in the workplace, and then scroll down to my icon there, uh, being a successful leader. Click on that, and you'll see all the past episodes, and uh, click on any one or several that you want to revisit or visit for the first time. So it makes a, a kind of a nice uh, package here. We talk about it sometimes in, in a summary for, uh, fashion, and then you can go to the book or books or the uh, past uh, episodes to uh, uh add to your knowledge here. So I really like what we're doing. Today, the episode is uh, the gap analysis tool, the gap analysis tool. Uh, I have uh, facilitation tools in my book about uh, building commitment, uh, chapter six called uh, Growing Teams. And at the back of that Teams chapter, chapter six, you'll find Team Tools, a section team tools, and I have uh, several tools in there that I handpick to, I think, uh, best uh, suit you as a leader. Uh, and again, I keep I keep mentioning that uh, facilitation tools. Uh, learn about them, use them, and and you'll find that the your, the productivity of you and your team 
will uh, be enhanced and they like it. Team members like it. They're participating. They're not just sitting there and uh, you spread the kind of the participation around and not just a, a few people. So great. Uh, so make yourself available to that and, and know that that resource is there for you as you have your next challenge and trying to solve a problem, make a decision or plan a course of action with your team. And the, I intentionally lead off that team tools section with gap analysis because it's a very broad tool and we can fit other tools inside that gap analysis tool, which we'll talk about here in just a, a minute as we go along. It's a, it, it, gap analysis is, um, is a broad, uh, tool, uh, really helps you get started and do more than that, actually. And it's uh, great for organization transitions, planning, uh, kind of your important organizational transitions and executing those. And so <clears throat> that's the main, uh, usage uh, for it. So let's uh, describe, uh, uh, gap analysis. And then again, you can consult the book to, uh, uh, as a resource on an ongoing basis. So what you want to do, and you may sketch this out, take a piece of paper here and just kind of roughly sketch it out. And then for the uh, specifics, uh, go to the book, that chapter six and building commitment. And you'll see an example there too. So what you do is you start off with your objective. What's the objective is, let's say, this organizational transition or improvement that you're trying to make? What is the objective? And then, and then you have the, your two parameters, if you will, uh, the current state, what is going on now, and your desired future state. So the current state and the desired future state. Uh, and the uh, distance between the two is the gap. And that's what we're trying to get our hands on, what to do about the gap and closing the distance between the current state and your desired future state. Okay, so that's the first thing, to find your objective. You may just write these down now and then as you use it, maybe you have an immediate application or maybe not now, but in the near future, and then you want to get into the details. But right now, maybe just sketch it out if you don't have the book. If you have the book, go to Chapter 6, uh, Building Commitment. Okay, so define the objectives, uh, step one. Step two is then describe the characteristics in bullet point fashion of the current state. And I'll give you an example of this once we go through the uh, uh, description, the steps, you know, I'll, I'll run through a second time. Uh, an actual example. Uh, descri describe the characteristics in bullet uh, point fashion of the current state. What is going on now in the current state? Number three, go over to the desired future state and define the elements. Now, this is like if you're up on what we talked about in, in uh, making you fulfill your dreams as a leader and how to go about your uh, uh, making a vision, a actionable, uh, translatable vision, you start off with a vision statement, which is, in our case here, like the objective, same thing, an overarching one-sentence statement of what you want to achieve. And then to make it actionable or translatable, you need to do a second very, very important step, and that is to uh, lay out again in bullet point fashion, uh, what are the evidences uh, that you'll accept that uh, when you're there, you've accomplished your vision statement or, in this case, objective or goal. And these are the, uh, uh, the elements of how do you find, how do you know success when you see it? How do you know success when you see it? And if you're not already acquainted with it, I've mentioned it many, many times in our series here, the goal analysis tool, great tool for uh, laying out uh, 
uh, evidences here of success, taking an abstract idea, your objective, and turn it into very specific uh, concrete uh, evidences. And then what the value of that is, you can then direct your strategies and actions toward those uh, success factors, if you will. So goal analysis, again, you take what it is or briefly, and again, you can look at the book to get more details of it. Uh, you, you state your goal or objective or vision statement, and then uh, you come up with a series of when statements. We will be successful when this happens, when that happens, when the other thing happens. And to do that, you you uh, uh, do mind bursts, if you will, and just kind of uh, get thoughts down on paper and then arts, post-it notes, whatever, and then uh, sort them out in logical clusters and then uh, take each cluster, uh, have a heading for it, and then and then and then look at the uh, theme there of that cluster of those notes you have under that cluster, and then stretch it out into a expand it out to a full statement, uh, preface it with when, because these are conditions that exist when your objective, goal, vision statement, or desired future state is being achieved. So that's a quick synopsis of uh, goal analysis. Great tool, and it fits right into the desired future state in. Uh, describing that in your uh, uh, gap analysis. Okay, so we got the objective. Uh, we described the characteristics of the current state. We defined uh, very specifically uh, the uh, elements of the uh, desired future state. And now you want to craft your project plan. How are you going to get to from current state to future state? Close the gap, if you will. And this is all contained, again, in the resource, Making and Fulfilling Your Dreams as a Leader, on how to uh, develop the uh, project plan. This is chapter nine there, your action plan or project plan. You already have your, as described in, in chapter nine, your project specifications. We just talked through that. You want to assign accountability for each of the uh, for the steps, perhaps. And then you want to uh, take a look ahead uh, before you uh, charge into uh, your project plan of uh, maybe do a, uh, to another tool here, force field analysis. Again, it's described in that uh, co uh, tool section of uh, building commitment. And you take a look at the driving forces, what's driving you to want to achieve this uh, transition, if you will, your organizational transition or change, and what are some of the restraining forces, uh, which often are not looked at as uh, leaders. And we look at the driving forces, and this is great, we got to get going. But it's just as important, if not more important, to look at what restraining forces may be there uh, that may uh, hinder you on, on your way and, and then address those also. So the force field analysis is a great tool for doing that. And then you want to construct your actual work plan or project plan. You may uh, want to develop a little work breakdown structure, which is uh, an outline of the uh, the work packages and the uh, tasks underneath each work package. And then the work plan, which is a derivative of your work breakdown structure, or many times your work breakdown structure may be just enough. You're going to use it as a kind of a checklist, if you will, and the work packages and uh, how they're coming along uh, with the various tasks. Again, that's uh, look at chapter nine in the um, in the uh, making it fulfill your dreams as a leader. Okay, so you got again to review. You got your objective. You described the characteristics of the, of the current state. We did a nice job of, of being very specific about the uh, desired future state, the uh, overarching uh, vision, if you will, or objective, and then the evidences of success. Uh, 
uh, which are the vision elements uh, are the uh, uh, desired outcomes in your uh, desired future state. We then ahead, went ahead and did, designed a project plan uh, to help us get from the desired, uh, the current state to the desired future state. Let's look at a quick example, hypothetical example I put together here to illustrate. Um, so you start with your objective. Let's say in this case, our objective is how to substantially upgrade the quality and responsiveness of our customer services operation, how to upgrade the quality and responsiveness of our customer service operations. Current state, some of the things that might be uh, alarming and you want to take care of in your current state, bullet point fashion, uh, unacceptable number of customer complaints you're receiving as the leader of this group. Variety of complaints. Uh, another one is unsure of any uh, patterns at this time. What's going on? What kind of patterns of complaints? And then, and the last one I made note of here, quality customer service is currently not given the priority it deserves. So those are some of the things that are going on in your real world in terms of current state that says, hey, we need to, we need to develop an improvement plan here or a transition to get to a, a better state in terms of our customer service. Okay. So then now you look at your desired future state. You have your objective we stated above. And now, uh, how do you know success when you see it? So you, let's say, and your leadership team worked together and came up with these uh, bullet points. And I'll go through them rapidly. We're just using this as an example, and hopefully it's making uh, sense to you in, in terms of how valuable a broad transition tool like gap analysis can be. So here's what you and your team came up with. Your vision elements or your desired future state, desired outcomes. Origin and patterns of complaints is known. So you're going to do some some diagnostic work here. Another bullet point. Importance and quality of customer service is embedded in our core values, your organizational core values, and how do you operationalize those and bring them home to your team in terms of the customer service here. Another one is employees understand that quality service is a core value, and how are we going to emphasize that and live that? Another one is employees generally participate in the upgrade and continue improvement of customer service. This is not a, a, a one-shot kind of thing. It's going to be an ongoing priority for you and your leadership team. A couple more. Applicable processes are, as necessary, re-engineered to facilitate the provision of quality customer service. You may have to go in and, and redo things, reorganize things, and have, uh, change uh, your processes, develop new process, whatever. And the last one, valid and reliable measures exist to assess the quality of customer service. So you're not going to be shocked again and say, oh, what's all these complaints about? You're going to have ongoing measures that uh, are really the critical success factors to take a look at the quality of your customer service. Okay, there's an example for you, and hopefully that uh, um, clarifies the uh, this very important tool for you of uh, gap analysis. Uh, and then your uh, project plan, you already have your your specifications that you uh, came up with in your in your uh, statement of your desired future state. And uh, then the rigor, as we mentioned uh, in past episodes, the rigor of your project plan depends on the size and complexity of the project. You know, you can just start putting on a uh, whiteboard, the steps and so forth, or you may have to involve yourself in some very deliberate quality thinking and inter interacting to develop a project plan here. Uh, you look ahead, uh, 
and uh, we, we did the force field analysis in this particular case, and then perhaps a work breakdown structure where you look at the work packages necessary to uh, move you from the current state to the desired future state, and then the tasks under each of these. Uh, then you can evolve to a full-blown work plan, which is about assigning accountability, determining the schedule, determine resource allocation for each step. Again, consult Chapter 9 on this. It's all laid out for you. Or you can just, as I said before, use the work breakdown structure for a project that doesn't require a full-blown project plan. That's kind of your checklist in terms of uh, carrying out your uh, your your plan of going from the current state to the desired future state. Okay, so a lot of that is is already laid out for you there. What I want to do is wrap it in this broad tool of gap analysis and show you how all these other tools fit so neatly and constructively uh, in the gap analysis tool to help you and your leadership team uh, attack and uh, manage successfully your transition uh, plans, your uh, uh, key improvement plans. Great tool. Remember, it's there. If you have an application right now, go for it. If uh, you don't, remember it's there, and it's a great resource for you. And you and your team are going to, leadership team, and your overall uh, team are going to uh, be quite elated with the results of using using it. The last thing here in terms of, uh, of uh, your, uh, let's say, your strategy came up with your uh, goal and strategy here in terms of a major transition or improvement plan is you want to go back to your assuming you have one and we describe that that's the whole essence of this uh, strategic framework in the book uh, uh, um, being a successful uh, uh, leader in terms of uh, making your dreams and fulfilling them that book is that you want to go to your uh, master plan, as we described there. And that's, that's your list of, of strategies, your key, uh, strategies, if you will, for the, for the next foreseeable future. It could be months, uh, even years. And you want to update that because this we're saying is an important transition you want to make. So you want to update that master plan. And the master plan is again designed to be a, a, uh, a, strategy machine where you and your team continually update you you achieve one strategy you celebrate cross it out add another one maybe eliminate one at one time seemed to be important but now is not as important so you can only do so many things and so you want to focus on the the key strategies that are going to help propel you and your uh, organizational team uh, uh, forward that's why it's a strategy machine meant to be uh uh, used for you and your team to update yourself, make changes, and uh, really have strategic meetings uh, ar- around your master plan and how things are going. So in, in our example here of a gap analysis, the end product here perhaps is important enough to embed into your master plan. Uh, and if you don't uh, already there, I suggest you you work on that also. Uh, and again, making and fulfilling your dreams as a leader, you'll find it there. All right. Uh, gap analysis tool. And I gave a lot more than just that on how to use it and other resources that are already available. We talked about and how neatly they fit into the gap analysis tool. So it's there for you. Use it and uh, you'll be great, uh, grateful for it. Uh, now, uh, next time, a preview. 
we're going to go to uh, uh, an episode on I call stages of organizational growth and strategic implications. Stages of organizational growth and strategic implications. Your organization, be it a unit or an organization as a whole, uh, you just can't stand still. It, it's it's meant to grow. It needs to grow. Sometimes just to survive. Other times to just get better at what you're doing. And so status quo is not an option. And so, uh, as, as we'll present a model to you in terms of the typical stages of uh, organizational growth, uh, that uh, you may have experienced or will experience or are experiencing. And then the, the strategic implications of the various stages of growth, uh, that, uh, you, you, uh, may be aware of or, uh, will experience or are experiencing. Uh, okay. Very, very, a good overview chapter again, and not just overview, but uh, uh, based on reality that you need to be aware of. All right, gave you a lot here. Hope you find it very, very helpful. Meantime, you take care of yourself, and we'll see you next week for that next episode.